Hey, mommy bosses. My name is Tamika Newhouse, founder and CEO of AANBC Inc. And you are tuned into Mommy Business Podcast. God is my boss. Being a business owner is one thing, but when you add wife and mom to that, oh, that's a whole different ball game. Welcome to the Mommy Business Podcast. We are here to discover how to win at this thing called life. It's time for you to design the life of your dreams, one building block at a time. This is Mommy Business with Letitia. We have Tamika Newhouse is a mom, CEO, author of 17 novels, and has landed numerous bestsellers list in is the winner of seven african-american literature awards yeah kudos tamika welcome to the mommy business podcast we're glad to have you here today to share a little bit of insight about your life and your expertise to our listeners today can you share a little bit with us about your background and how you got started Oh, well, first, thank you so much for allowing me to be exposed to your audience. I was just telling um, the other mommy boss um, <laughs> that, you know, I'm going to try to behave, you know, on tonight's show. Uh, but <laughs> how I got started is really by accident. I've always been in my head um, and I've always had these visions and ideas and things I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Out, I used to just write a lot of stories and I, you know, mm-hmm. at maybe by age of 12 that I was going to be this full time arthritis. And um, it, it's, I grew up a, like a spiritual child, like a PK kid. Mm-hmm. But I knew then that words had power. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, that's what I was going to do. But then, you know, life happens. You kind of get derailed. I became a mother at 16 and then it was back-to-back traumas. But yet, in spite of that, I was still able to stumble upon my purpose. And, mm-hmm. and I found a way to um, monetize that. So... <laughs> Yay, look at look at God. <laughs> so what I was excited about is so I grew up in I was born in the 80s. I grew up in the 90s. So I know that in 2019 you serve as the co-producer and writer for the legendary hip hop group Eight Ball the MJG coming out hard. What was that experience like? Okay, so I, I this was one of those experiences where I realized there are going to be moments in my life where I can I realized in that moment it's a transitional out of body type of one to experience, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a moment where we was actually sitting in the trailer of um, MJG and Ball, and you know they smoke heavily. All of, you know, like everybody's in there, we having a good old time. And it was an old song. Some old, old song just blasting through the speakers and everybody was just vibing. When I say it was one of those, the most free moments I've ever had with a group of people. And then the song had reached some type of climax and everybody came in all at once. I was like, oh my God, this is is life. Oh my God. (laughs) So working with him was like, come on. It was just... It was fun. It was fun. It was definitely like an out of body type of. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Like mm-hmm. I, they know my name. I grew up listening to them, so it was. It was one of those experiences. Where I was like, okay, 
And this is dope. I did that. Like, give me my. That she showed us off. Yes, that's that's funny because it is. It's like that when you're actually working on something, you're like, let me pinch myself to make sure this is real. Like, I can't believe it. Like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, good thing that you've always, you said that you've been a storyteller. And that's really, really good. I just found out that recently they was like, you know, if you don't know how to do anything else, you should learn the art of storytelling because it can really, you know, change the trajectory of your life and how, you know, people receive you and even for your family, because it's good to have those stories to pass down to your kids for generations to come, because that's how they learn by sitting down, you know, and hearing about mommy's story. So that's really a great gift to have. Yeah, it really, for me, it's, I have, even though I was a young mother, I knew from the very beginning, I wanted them to be exposed to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Body that we knew was living a safe life. Mm-hmm. A conference zone and then a lot of them are not truly happy. And even though my journey is not easily obtained, um, I'm still able to 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 live out the days that I want. And I want mm-hmm. to, I was on the road with me very, very young. I think my son was like four. When I took him on the road with me, my daughter was maybe about seven or eight, and they understood the system. You know, we had mm-hmm. you know, and my son was in the storyline, how much the book was. Like, he was just a little salesman. I got that like, the information. I'm like, no, you got to get emails, phone up. We need to know where these people was coming. I need to ask. I was like, like, everybody was part of my dream, and I really want to be a part of that. So I'm all about um, exposing, you know, your children. Yeah allowing them to see you know the most part and it may not be pretty right you got the real world and i can respect that because you know kids are small but they're smart and they pick on easily and quickly so yeah so let's speak speaking about you touring you toured the country speaking about your battle with mental illness and depression yes when you when did you discover that was an issue for you and how did you deal with this i discovered that i had an issue with my brain that I pretty much try to just say it plain like that. Because sometimes you want to be happy, but like, dang, why am I happy? Why am I happy? Mm-hmm. Um, I really realized that at the age of 26, when I got mm-hmm. committed into a hospital and I was surrounded by real crazy folks. Mm-hmm. I realized I need to find another And it's kind of unfortunate. And I talk about this on my podcast, Traces Amika, which is a that I develop and I and through audio I talk about my life and my experience and through me experiencing those dark moments I realize that it has to be uh, I guess a, another way talking about it seeing it through getting some understanding I felt like that was my answer mm-hmm. who I was because there really is no, no answer to doesn't really kind of go away you can't really bury it with hobbies or or with people you have to continue to try to get to know you practice good habits um and take it day by day honestly um i don't know if i answer your question but that's that's where i'm at right now is no no those are good those are good tips you know um getting to know you and like you said taking it day by day 
and you know seeking out the help that you need but also just really just trying to deal with it because it's not just going to go away so also some good tips there um (laughs) you have a passion for lifting up black voices in film and television why is that so important to you um hmm. it's important to me because they are me that's where it started from Mm -hmm. started from like i had a dream to publish a book and I didn't, I was impatient. I didn't want to wait for someone to say, hey, your book is good enough. Let me publish you. So I published myself. Um, I wanted, I started a public company that basically published my own books. And then when it comes to wanting to win awards, wanting to be recognized, wanting to be in mainstream media, I said, okay, cool. They're not going to create or give us that platform. Let me do it. So I found a space for us and I basically created a space that I felt I myself would want. Mm-hmm. my own desires and things I really want to see for myself that I decided to share that vision of writers. And that's really what I've kind of manifested now for like 13 years. Curating um, award shows, book signings, screenings, conversations around our books. Um, and then getting like brands interested that, that wouldn't be connecting with the publishing. Like you don't really see um, mainstream media or liquor brand, sports brands, or beauty brands connecting with books found mm-hmm. a way to kind of make sense and connect those dots. So it's more so I really wanted those things for myself and I said, okay, cool. It's not there. Let me create it. It so happens that my vision benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't waking up saying, ooh, let me help the people. Yeah, feed the people. That wasn't my whole vision, but hey, just what I do so happens to help everybody else. Mm-hmm. See, that was the universe speaking to you. It was a need. I know. Talking to you. I know. <laughs> I had a conversation with God. I'm like, you know what? Ugh, why can't be selfish? <laughs> that's not how the world works. <laughs> right? I want to, you know, fuck some myself. <laughs> <laughs> Make all the money myself. Right. <laughs> What advice do you have for those who desire to get into publishing or filming television like you? My advice is before you step into this space, understand the why and then understand um, your your purpose. Like what are, what are you really kind of doing this for? And then who are you? Mm-hmm. Are creating something that means that you're an artist. You have to really think about what type of art that you're trying to convey. And artists normally have a message or they have something they're just trying to change. And what is that? You have to mm-hmm. what that is. That way you can have a real true understanding how to navigate through the space because this world is full of talented people. Mm-hmm. There are millions of people that have different DNA. We have different facial features. We, our fingerprints aren't the same. We're all made up differently. And that means we all share some talent as well. Mm-hmm. It's different. Of course, we're uniquely made for some reason. So what makes you stand out from everybody else? And for me, the answer is relationship. It's all about someone seeing you or you connecting the dot with someone, something that's going to elevate. And so if you do not have a clear idea, vision of who you are as you're navigating through this space, then you don't really understand the types of moves of people you be talking to. Mm-hmm. That way you can get to that destination trying to achieve or the vision that you see in your head that you're trying to obtain, you really got to understand who you are. So that is my advice for you. What are you trying to create? 
what are the stories that you're trying to tell or the, the art that you're trying to put out? Um, and then understand or, or connect with people that's in that same space with you. And then just be yourself. You can't talk way if you feel like people are going to say, oh, okay, she's cool or he's cool. You can't dress a certain way. You can't manipulate your art to try to get people's attention. The only way that you're going to be successful is by just really just being yourself. There's really no wrong or right answer in this process. So being mm -hmm. yourself and it's going to connect the dots, you know? Great advice. Listen, so you just had to get a kiss before hubby left the house. You got kids. Hello, mommy bosses. I know that you're ready to draw out the blueprint to your life. Visit the website, LetitiaScott.com and order your mug and your journal today. We need to be reminded every single day that this journey is my life, my blueprint. I get to draw out the blueprint to the life I want to create with God at the center. Order your mug, my life, my blueprint, and order your journal, the blueprint, so you can have your coffee ready, your pen ready, and you're writing down your ideas as you sip on your coffee or tea. Visit the website, LetitiaScott.com. Listen, so you just had to get a kiss before hubby left the house. You got kids. Hold on, I'm not married. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Don't be putting that on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in a relationship, so how do you balance the family and the business? How do you balance all of those things? Um, well, my daughter lives in Texas with her dad, so that's okay. That 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 is a lot where I don't have to do a lot of day to day parenting. Uh, but when she's here, then I have to kick into that you know that mommy mode. Mm -hmm. So my son is 14 though, so my children are older, and then that. So I be yeah, you're living your best life right now. Never mind. Skip that question. <laughs> I be having enough time when it comes to that space. But and then of course for people that you love, you'll make time for them. I just find a balance and half time, honestly, I'm just chilling in the house. Yeah, she's living her best life. So <laughs> so you have a podcast, Traces of Mika. Can you tell us more about your show? Yes, Trace is Amika. So uh, I'm naturally a creator. So I'm a storyteller by nature. Not technically. Now I realize not by just words. I used mm -hmm. to be a way of telling stories, writing a book. But then I felt like I had another story to tell, which was my own. But I was like, mm, people don't really know me. I may not be that important to them. So how can I make this interesting for people to want to hear about my journey and then find that type of connection? So... Mm -hmm. Is a podcast where I basically have these conversations uh, with friends, family, my children, former flames, um, other famous writers come on and we talk about common topics that are related to me. Mm -hmm. I talk about my motherhood, I talk about my entrepreneur goals, I talk about being a teen mother, I talk about losing my mother at a very young age. And then I used to record myself when I was a, a really young child, like 10 years old. So I took some of the, that audio from my cassette tapes and I made these little skits that plays in between the- Oh, wow. Yes, I made like this, um, it's a audio piece. 
it's uh-huh. not just interviews. It's really unscripted conversations. And then season two, I took it a step for, uh, forward and I added a visual element to it. So now it's more of a TV show. So you're able to see me in my home as I'm having conversations with my children, my best friend, my male friends, colleagues, like all the jazz. We're going to different places in, in Atlanta. And I'm just talking about and revealing a lot of my own secrets or things I've struggled with. And mm-hmm. I'm really, really raw, authentic conversations with them with the purpose of just starting these conversations around motherhood, mental health, um, family trauma. Like, it's a lot of things that we do not just talk about, but mm-hmm. I'm myself as an example to kind of get those conversations started. I love that. You know, I love this this season of ladies right now because it's like back in the days, people just didn't share. You know, nowadays it's like we go through things, we talk about it, we share it. And that's so important because we have younger generations behind us. Once they hear your story and they see how you're navigating through this, like, dang, she survived that. I'm going through that too. I can survive it as well. So I'm so happy we're at a stage where we're able to just talk about our life and talk about experience and really just want to be better and we want the next person to be better as well. So I'll be able to understand too that talking is healing. Yes, absolutely. Talking about it, you're not gonna fully understand, you know, why you feel this way. And then also everything doesn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. Just walking around and like doing, like figuring out how to make life horrible and sad and bad for you. <laughs> bad things happen, yes. Ability and how for and navigating through life and what mm-hmm. decisions are we making? Are we making decisions that's going to equate to this? So I talk about you know take accountability, you know, in our healing process too, because life doesn't happen. You know, life is horrible, but life is horrible. Everybody, yep. Everybody can get it. <laughs> Don't discriminate. <laughs> every race and yeah. every imaginable, everybody goes through something. But what are you doing in spite of? Because life gonna hit you again. Because that's revolving door of greatness and then horrible shit. I mean, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. What what's the thing you love most about what you do? Freedom in my day because I don't like doing stuff that I want. That <laughs> <laughs> when I want to, I don't talk to nobody if I want to. I want to leave my house if I want to. I won't do nothing if I want to. So and still get paid. <laughs> so what do you have coming up next in your career or in your life that you would like to share with us? Yeah, so I'm getting ready to produce a documentary based off of my podcast. Um, so that's going to be fun. I've yeah. also created season two of my podcast to film festival. So I'm going to be on a film festival market. I'm also producing some original film. I'm a short series. So I'm working on that as well. Um, and then I have one more nonfiction, not nonfiction, but one more fiction novel. Yeah. Before I hire writing novels and I'm just putting out nonfiction work. So one more fiction novel. Listen, she's the girl. If you guys want to get into this arena, reach out to her. (laughs) So listen, I have another question for you. What was the best advice you received before becoming a mom, a wife, a business owner that you have taken along with you on this journey? Ladies are to be heard. 
Ooh. And that's you can take that in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not in the sense of quiet and don't ever pick up a usual but learn how to navigate through life strategically. You ain't got to be loud about it. We're ladies anyway. We ain't supposed to be so loud. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I've taken through throughout life. Is ladies ought to be seen and not heard. I'm, I'm going to tell all the ladies on these reality TV shows that. Because <laughs> some of them is too loud. Like Too loud. Watching it just, you know, get a nice little tickle. But I be like, dang, they are like 50. <laughs> really? <laughs> right. Right now, like, what are we doing? Right. <laughs> I'm confused, but I shall be tickled though. <laughs> Tamika, please share with us your social media and where we can find out more information about you online. Okay, perfect. All right. So uh, as you see the display of my name, everything is Tamika Newhouse. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok. Uh, it's, it's Traces of Mika, which is M-I-K-A. And my, pa- my podcast is Traces of Mika. And my podcast is on everything. Um, probably everything that Mommy Business is on. Yes. <laughs> Spotify, Podbean, Apple Music, Pandora. And then my YouTube channel, if you want to watch season two, go to Traces of Mika on YouTube. Please check her out. She is so funny. And, and, and if you want to get in this field, you better reach out to her. So, Tamika, thank you once again for joining the Mommy Business Podcast. It was great. Thank you so much, my darling. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes.